Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Still going 
and empowering people around the world. I'm so excited to serve you, to do life with you, and to help you in your journey in the pursuit of your purpose, the realization of your potential, and the awakening of your dreams and visions for your life. And so thank you so much. I would love to connect with you beyond this show. Please reach out to us at www.jamelsanders.com. That's www.jam as in Mary, E-L-L-E, Sanders.com. There you will find a hub and portal of empowerment resources to help you in your pursuit of your purpose and the realization of your potential. You will also find a link right there on the homepage to sign up for my empowerment newsletter, Empowerment Breakthroughs. It goes out around the world, and it's a powerful resource full of insights and strategies to help you in your life. I would also encourage you to check out all of our social media um, platforms. You can find that right there on the website. I think the only one not listed is TikTok, and it is official Jamel Sanders. So I look forward to connecting with you. I'm active on social. I love to hear from you and to know how the message of empowerment is impacting your life. So thank you in advance for connecting. You can also find out more about me and the work I do beyond this podcast. Um, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, a global um, management consulting and leadership advisory firm. I work with leaders around the world and entrepreneurs and empower them with tools and strategies to uh, succeed in life and business. And I have the great honor of advising uh, leaders around the world in a plethora of different areas as they uh, work on their organizational goals and moving visions and nations forward. It's just a great honor to serve. And so if you want to find out more about me, uh, seminars, symposiums, online courses, uh, web series, and all conferences, all the great things that are going on, you can find that right there on our website. So thank you in advance for connecting with me. Also, I just want to quickly uh, talk about something I have written 10 books, and so for the sake of time, I won't go through all of them, but I do want to recommend two resources to you today. Um, The first one is Significance, Reclaiming Your Personal Power in a World that Discounts Your Difference. This is a book about identity. For years, I have given keynotes, and I have hinted and talked around identity, but I never wrote a book. And I wanted to write a book because I never have enough time to excavate a topic to the degree that I would like. And so I wrote this book because I wanted to walk people through my own personal journey to understanding and uncovering my true identity. And I wanted to help people to, first of all, locate their worth, find their difference, after they affirm their difference, to uncover their true identity and ultimately to take their personal power back. We've given our power away to so many things, situations, circumstances, uh, fears, limitations, you name it. But you have to take your personal power back. And as you reclaim your personal power and own your difference, you're able to show up and awaken to that significance that lies on the inside of you. I've heard so much incredible feedback about that book, and I know it's going to help you in your life in a tremendous way. So go right now. You can go to Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most major book retailers have access to significance. I know it's going to be a great benefit to your life. And, of course, my latest book, number 10, Next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. 
I had a vision, a prophetic vision, and in this vision, I began to see into the next 20 years, the next 20 years of industries, the next 20 years of systems and institutions, and let me tell you, the world looked totally different. A few weeks later, COVID-19 shut down the entire world, and I really sensed in my spirit that I needed to put some of this information into a book. Some of the information is too heavy. I would not dare release it in a book because everybody can handle it. But I wanted to put some key insights into a book because what happened is my phone began to ring, my email box began to be inundated, and leaders from around the world began to reach out saying, help, you're the leadership person, you're the empowerment voice in the world, we need some help. And so I began to reassure leaders that this season would pass, but more importantly, to give them the tools that they needed to navigate a time of crisis and uncertainty in the world. And from those conversations and this vision, I began to put together this book called Next, The Emergence of the History Shapers. This book really delves into the blueprint for transformational leadership in the 21st century. I believe now more than ever before, the world is crying out for leadership, and not just any leadership, but we need visionary leadership. And so I believe we need leaders that know how to engage the faculties of intellectual discourse, innovation, and unleashing the power of the imagination to bring forth solutions and strategies that propel radical change and breakthroughs in the world. And so that's why I wrote this book. And in the book, you're going to find a lot of what I just said. You're going to find what I call the DNA of those that shape history. I go into the future of systems and industries. If you are a high school student or somebody that's in college but not sure about your major, or even a person that is in the middle of a career change, I want you to read this book. Industries are shifting. They have shifted forever. Some jobs will never exist again. What are the jobs that are going to be in demand? What are the industries that are going to thrive in the next 20 years? I really delve into that in this book. And so I believe it's going to help you in a tremendous way. I believe this book is about navigating change and helping to give birth to those realities that are not yet born to time. So you can get a copy of Next from Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Most major book distributors have access to Next, and I know it's going to transform your life in a tremendous way. Um, what I want to do, I want to take a very, very quick break, and I want to jump right into this topic today. I believe you're going to get some tremendous value out of it. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back with more of the Jamel Sanders Show. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All 
All right. So welcome back to the show. Today we're talking about um, an expanding life, daring to embrace more for your life. And I felt like this was an important topic because, first of all, we're hitting that mid-year stride where we're reaching the halfway mark in 2022. You know, I remember coming to you in the beginning of the year and talking to you about um, starting the year right, having clear goals and intentions and boundaries of what you want to do and accomplish. And here we are going almost into the month of June now. And so I believe that it was important to have this conversation because I believe that every person really does desire an expanding life. The problem is that most people don't know how to create it or they don't have the tools and the resources to help them do it. And so I hope that you'll listen intently and that you'll get something out of this that you can begin to apply to your life. First of all, let me say this. You will live an empty life unless you live an expanding life. You will live empty. You will live an empty existence unless you live an expanding life. And when I look around the world today, I see this profound sense of emptiness. I mean, everybody is ostentatious. Everybody is looking for likes and follows and attention through social media and all of the various platforms. But a lot of this is a mirage. It's a cover-up for uh, this lack of meaning and significance in the lives of so many people around the world. And so I never get caught up in the highlight reels and the glitz and the glamour of what appears to be happiness and people living a great life because I'm a soul specialist. I know what's going on beyond the surface in so many people's lives. And as a person that has had the honor and privilege of speaking into the lives of so many people around the world, what you see is not always what what it appears to be. And so I think that what we have to do is we have to begin to hone in and redefine how we look at happiness, how we look at success, how we look at influence and understand that it's not about the appearance of a thing, but it's about authenticity. And I believe that the thing that everybody is truly longing for in their lives is authenticity. And in order to get to authenticity, you have to be willing to do that deep and critical um, inner work that nobody likes to talk about. You know, people look at my life today and they say, oh, you're doing all of these amazing things and you're having this awesome impact on the world. But what people don't realize is that everything that I'm doing today is because of the years of inner work that I've done behind the scenes. And what I tell people is that you see an individual on a stage, but you don't know the process and the development that it has taken for that person to get there. One thing I know for certain is that I have done my work, and my responsibility in the world is to help people do their work so that they can get to a place of wholeness, a place of freedom, a place of significance, and they can make a significant contribution to the world in their generation and in their lifetime. And so I believe that if we want to heal this emptiness in our lives, we have to begin to go beyond the surface, and we have to begin to become people of substance. We cannot allow our identity to be anchored in our possessions or materialism or our status or our pedigree or our historicity. Our identity has to be rooted in a 
spiritual and an eternal place. And when you root your life in an eternal place, it does not matter the events that unfold in your life, you will find yourself anchored and unable to be moved and unbreakable because you built your life on a firm foundation. And so I want you to build your life on the things that really matter. I want you to build your life on a foundation that will have the ability to sustain you in seasons of uncertainty and crises and difficulty. I want you to build your life so that when everything is said and done, you're still standing because you took the time to ensure that your life was built on a sound structure and a sound support system. And so you were not created to be empty. You know, I believe, and I can say this, saying this for more than a decade through this show, that where there is no vision, people perish. Where there is no prophetic utterance, the people cast off restraints and run wild. As somebody that talks and consults and advises leaders around the world, there are many social maladies that we can begin to unpack it. There are many problems in the world that we can begin to dissect and excavate. But what I tell people is that these problems, these social maladies that we see in the world today, they stem from a lack of vision. A lot of people are living hopeless lives, defeated lives, blind lives, blinded to the possibilities of what their lives could truly be because they don't have a vision. I believe that the reason that so many people are prisoners to their circumstances and products of the environment is because they are living their lives controlled, inundated, and dominated by cultural conditioning and expectations because they don't have a clear vision for their lives. And so what happens is culture begins to project on us um, who we will be, what we can do, what we can accomplish, what we're capable of, and all of it is a lie because culture, environment, none of those things really have the ability to define or to determine what you're capable of or what is possible for your life. But because you have made that the standard for your life, that is what shapes your reality and what's possible. And so what I want you to do is I want you to live your life with a clear sense of vision. My vision is not based on CNN. It's not based on Fox News. It's not based on what I read in the Wall Street Journal. It's not even based on the conversations that I have with leaders in high places and political officials. My vision for my life is based on what I've written out for my life. And what I've taken the time to have a dialogue with God about and what I know he put me on this planet to do. I always tell people, if you get God's vision for your life, you don't need a gathering squad or a consensus to tell you what you should be doing. you got to get busy doing the thing that you were created and destined to do. I think about the early days of this podcast, and you heard it on the anniversary show, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, and just like when I started in business, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but I knew that I wanted to create this platform through this podcast to give people tools and wisdom and strategies to set them on the course to transforming their lives and to realize that they're not waiting for something to change, that they are the catalyst for change in their lives. And while it was very unorthodox and unconventional and didn't look like every other thing, 
I'm proud of it today is because I didn't know what I was doing. I took the time to build it, and 11 years later, in hundreds of episodes, and I don't even know how many hours of content, I can be proud of the body of work that has been created. And so what I'm telling you is that you have to begin to live your life with a sense of vision. Why do you need to live your life with a sense of vision? Because we are in a moment of great uncertainty in the world. And as I tell my clients all the time, when there is uncertainty in the world, you have to live your life with a sense of urgency. That means that other people's emergencies are not going to distract me from my primary vision and goals. Let me say that again. The emergencies in other people's lives are not going to distract me from my uh, primary vision and goal. And a lot of times what people call emergency is a lack of preparation. And so I am not going to abandon my purpose because you fail to prepare for a season in your life. And any season that you don't prepare for is a season that you will not prosper or make progress in. And so a lot of times we're putting out fires in everybody else's life and we don't realize that we're neglecting our vision and we're not focusing on the things that we should be doing. And I tell people I live my life every day with a sense of urgency because we only have so much time. You have to make the time count. You have to make the moment meaningful because you only have so much time to do what you were created to do. And at the end of the day, when I take the last breath, when I make the exit out of this realm and back into eternity, the one thing that I will not have is regrets because I am realizing my potential. I'm exhausting the seed of greatness, and I'm doing what I was put here to do. And so I want you to live your life with a sense of purpose, a sense of urgency. I believe that one of the ways that you counteract emptiness is to live with urgency and intentionality. Intentionality is so powerful. I could talk about it all day, every day, because it really changed my life. And a lot of people have been saying, Jamel, how have you written 10 books? How do you have a podcast still going 11 years later? How have you built a business that has been in existence over a decade and you're having the global impact that you're having around the world? How are you able to do all the things that you're doing? It's because of intentionality. It's because I live my life with very clear intentions and clear priorities, and I don't allow myself to get distracted by things that are not part of my destiny and my assignment. And so I always talk about vision because a lot of the problems in our lives, a lot of the chaos, the disorder in our lives could really be solved if we would live our lives with a sense of vision and purpose. And so I want to encourage you to get a vision. Every year, let me say this, that you live your life without a sense of vision, you are engineering. Let me say that again. Every year that you live your life without a sense of vision, you are engineering cycles of failure. I watch people every January get excited, set resolutions, fall off about three weeks later, get to December, feel depressed, go into the next year, set all of these resolutions, and they repeat this pattern again and again. I tell people every year is my year. I don't need a slogan, a catchphrase, or a cliche. Every year is my year because I have already created the blueprint. I have the vision, and I know exactly where I'm going, and I'm going to execute it consistently. Everything may not go according to plan perfectly, but guess what? Every year I work on that vision. I make progress. I achieve the things I want to do. 
because I'm intentional about doing it. And so I want people to understand success doesn't just happen. You don't just wake up one morning and become successful. You don't just make affirmations or declarations and think you're going to be successful. You're successful because you are intentional about it, you prioritize for it, and you spend your energy and time engineering that reality for yourself. And so I believe that you were created for expansion. This is so important because so many people ask me all the time, Jamel, how do I become successful? How do I get to a place of prosperity in my life? How do I reach greatness? How do I accomplish my goals? How do I become respected in my space and the best in the world at what I do? And I tell people you have to expand. If you want to produce more, you have to become more. Write that down. If you want to produce more, you have to become more. That means that you have to be intentional about becoming invaluable. Write that down. You have to become intentional about becoming invaluable. I look at my life and my journey, and people say it just seems like some of the success was just overnight for you. And I laugh at them, and I say, you're looking at a success story that has taken three decades to create. You see a highlight reel and you see me on a media platform or you see me in a relationship with a certain powerful, influential person, and you think that those things just happen, but you don't know the 30-something-year backstory and all of the adversity and everything that had to be overcome to get there. And so now people will come and they'll say things to me like, I want to pick your brain. Can I just get five to ten minutes to pick your brain, which is a red flag to me? No, you can't pick my brain because why? I wasn't given the opportunity to pick brains. I had to take the time. I had to make the investments. I had to spend the money. I had to get access to the information that would change my life. And so what I'm saying is the reason that I am a respected thought leader, an award-winning entrepreneur, a 10-time author, somebody that is respected around the world and that has global influence today is because I have put in the time and done the work. And so there are no discounts. There are no, um, you know, cheap, um, cheap alternatives. There are no shortcuts to this because I've done the work. And so what I do today is so invaluable and people – are longing for it and, and, and clamoring for it today because I've done the work to become valuable. I've done the development. I've gone through the growth. I've made the investments. I've put myself in the environment. I've overcome the challenges because all of those things have made me who I am today. And my words are respected. My work is recognized because people see the value in it. And so I want you to be intentional about becoming invaluable at what you do. Anything that does not expand expires. And one of the most devastating things in the world to me is to see expired potential because people would not take the time to grow and to develop. You must be intentional about your growth and development. I cannot grow for you. I can help you create a plan for growth. I can help you get a strategy for growth. But you are responsible for your growth. And we're living in a generation that does not want to take responsibility for growth but wants rewards of greatness. I hope you get that. They won't take responsibility for growth, but they want the rewards of greatness. You don't grow in a day. You grow through what you do consistently. And so you've got to be consistent in the things that will produce growth development and mastery. 
your life. And expansion requires growth, as we've just been talking about. So many people just simply don't want to grow. They want to be great. They want big brands. They want big platforms. They want to do great things in the world. They want to ride off of your influence and your work because nobody wants to grow. And what I tell people is that I would not be who I am today if I did not make growth and development a significant part of my life. We spend a lot of time developing our gifts, but we don't spend enough time growing to match the gifts. And so what happens is talent is not enough. Talent without transformation will ultimately result in termination, and that's why a lot of leaders are very short-lived and unsustainable. If you have to have more than your gift, it's good. Your gift, to be honest with you, your gift is really perfected. We can polish it. We can do some things to make it better. But that's not what I focus all of my energy on. I can do a lot of those things like clockwork. I'm always working on it. I'm always getting better at it. But those are gifts. But what I do have to work on is growth and development. Because if I have a gift and I'm not growing and developing, guess what? I can't be valuable. Guess what? I can't make significant contributions and deposits in the life of other people. Guess what? I'm going to get left behind. And what happens is because people don't grow, the people that they are assigned to reach and to influence in the world surpass them. And they don't have anything else to give them because they stop growing. And so you have to keep growing as a person if you want to be successful, if you want to reach your full potential. Now, the thing about growth is that growth requires inconvenience. i got to say that again. Growth is going to require some inconvenience. And see, this is why people don't like it, because you've got to be willing to get out of your comfort zone. You've got to be willing to do something different. You've got to be able to do something that may be unconventional, that may not make sense to your human psyche, or to, it may not feel good to your emotions. But you've got to be willing to do the inconvenient things if you want to see your life move in a different direction. And inconvenience is what tests your commitment to change. I want you to write that down. Inconvenience is what ultimately tests your commitment to change. And so what do you want to see change in your life, and what are you willing to be inconvenienced about and for in order to test that commitment to change in your life? Because we live in a generation of people, and I'm, I don't have anything against positive vibes and positive affirmation, but we have done people a great injustice and disservice. And I say that because we think we can just make all kinds of declarations and affirmations and magically all of this stuff is going to happen. And what we don't realize is that you're going to be tested in those words. You can't just speak words and think something is going to manifest. Those words are going to be tested, and you're going to have to be committed to what you said you were going to do and what you said you were going to accomplish. I've never seen so many uncommitted people that want to live uncommon lives. Write that down. So many people are uncommitted, but they want to live an uncommon life, and it just does not work that way. You are going to be tested in your commitment to change your life, and you've got to be able to stick with it to the very end. What I want you to understand is that inconvenience always presents us with an invitation to improve our lives. I hope you get this. 
inconvenience always presents us with an invitation to improve our lives. And so if you want to improve your life, guess what? You're going to be inconvenient, and that's going to be the invitation that's going to determine if change and transformation happens in your life. And I want you to ask yourself a question. When was the last time I was inconvenient? When was the last time that I was given a task or responsibility to do something that was uncomfortable or inconvenient for me that I was willing to commit to and do, and I saw the rewards and the results of it in my life? I want you to think about that. The altering of your life will require the expansion of your mind. You know, when we start talking about the mind, I could stay here all day because this is just my thing. I love it. I love to talk about it because it's what changed my life. But if you want to alter your life, you are going to have to expand your mind. So many people want to experience all of these great things, but they're not expanding their mind. And what I've come to discover and to realize is that a stagnant mind can never produce a significant life. Let me say that again. A stagnant mind will never produce a skin life. And when I look around the world today, I see so many people with a stagnant mind. What is a stagnant mind? A stagnant mind is a mind that is stuck in an old season, imprisoned in an old cycle, and adjusted to an old paradigm. Let me say that again. A stagnant mind is a mind that is stuck in an old season, imprisoned in an old cycle, and adjusted to an old paradigm. And as long as you live your life adjusted to an old paradigm, you will never access the possibilities of what your life could be. And so we have all of these people that are stuck in seasons, bound by cycles, adjusted to old paradigms, living their lives on repeat because they refuse to reset and recalibrate so that they can realize their greatest potential. And so this is the year that you have got to break free from stagnant thinking, and you've got to begin to upgrade your mind, stretch your thinking to embrace new possibilities and new realities for yourself. Stagnant mind is produced by a couple of things. And so in the time that I have left, I'm going to try to deal with this. And I know we're going to have to do at least another show on this because I didn't even get into the expansion part. I'm trying to deal with the roots of why people's lives are not expanding, and then we can talk about how to expand it, okay? So a stagnant mind is produced by, number one, fear. And when I talk about fear, I'm talking about the unwillingness to explore the unknown. I think that is so good. The unwillingness to explore the unknown. You know, this year has been a big year for me, a big year of change and transition. There's some huge goals and things I'm working on. And one of the things I have had to confront head on in 2022 is fear. And when I really began to sit with it and to really understand it, I I realized that a lot of this fear is because we are unwilling to explore an unknown place. But as you have heard me say many times before, if you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. In other words, if we want to... uh, conquer new frontiers, we've got to be willing to venture beyond um, the little place that we have become so accustomed to in our lives, and we have to be willing to 
go after that great unknown. And we have to be willing to be okay with the uncertainty of that and to pursue it anyway. And I think this is the thing that holds so many people back. Fear is not just a thought. Fear is a force. It is a spiritual force that wants to hold you captive um, to a season that has expired in your life. Let me say that again. Fear is not just a thought pattern, a process. It is literally a force, a spiritual force that wants to hold you captive to a season that is expired in your life. It's time for you to press for more, to produce more, to be more, but this fear is holding you back to a place that you have long outgrown in your life, and you know you're being challenged to produce more and pursue more, but this fear keeps holding you back. So a stagnant mind is produced by fear. A stagnant mind is also produced by familiarity. This is the complacency that comes with being comfortable. I could do a whole show for 10 years on this. Familiarity, the complacency that comes with being comfortable. I mean, if we're all honest, we like comfort. I like to be comfortable. We all like to be comfortable. But comfort is not where change happens. In fact, change happens at the intersection of discomfort or being uncomfortable. And so I always tell people every major life upgrade begins with you being uncomfortable. And that's the place that we don't like, but that's the place where real change and growth happens in our life. Growth always happens in the place of discomfort. And so I'm challenging you to break out of this stagnant thinking of familiarity. No, it's not going to be comfortable. No, it's not going to be convenient. But do you want change in your life? See, what you want most will determine what you are willing to adjust to see manifest in your life. What you want most will determine what you are willing to adjust to see manifest in your life. And so whatever it is that you say you want, if you're not willing to bend or adjust to that reality, you don't really want it. So we got to deal with familiarity. Number three, conditioning. These are the patterns that persist in our lives. If you've studied my work, if you've read my books, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, you have heard me talk about pathologies and how you have to begin to deal with those pathologies because if they continue to persist, they will cause you to forfeit the see of your potential and they will ultimately cause you to abort your destiny. And so what I want you to do I want to challenge you to begin to deal with the patterns that are persisting in your life. Don't just identify them, interrupt them, break the pattern, and begin to initiate the cycles that you want to see created in your life. So many people are like, I'm going to break the curse or break the cycle, but what they don't realize is that if you interrupt the pattern without initiating a new pattern, you're going to revert back to the old pattern. And so, yeah, you broke something temporarily, but we're talking about breaking a pattern for a lifetime. I want you to break free and stay free, and that requires the creation of a new pattern and thought process. And then the final part, you have to stagnant mind is produced through limitation. This is the prison we define as what is possible for our lives. It's this feeling that we put on our potential of what is possible and what we can do. And as I started early in the show, a lot of times this comes from family conditioning, social conditioning, economic factors, and so many other 
intricacies that go into that, but you have to begin to deal with these prisons that you have defined for what is possible in your life. You don't even know what's possible because you have to expand your mind to even perceive what is really possible for you. And you can't let people that don't know who they are and where they're going to determine what's possible for your life. I don't allow people that are susceptibility blindness to tell me what is possible and what I can become. They don't know. They don't have the script. They've never been there. They've never achieved anything. So they don't have the right to tell me or to restrict me in what is possible for my life. Get around that are going somewhere and doing something so that you can see more. What you are exposed to will determine what you begin to expand for in your life. And see, that's what I want to deal with in the next part of the series. I want to get into that, the exposure and the other elements that help you in the expansion of your life. But first, we have to deal with this fear, these familiarities, this conditioning, and these limitations of what we have defined as possible for our life. When I began to deal with limitations, let me tell you, I discovered that there was so much more possible for my life than I even could imagine. And there are things I'm doing today, things I'm creating, uh, people that God has connected me with around the world that I would have never happened if I didn't work out of those limitations. Limitations are simply lies that we believe that limit the breakthroughs that we can experience and create in our lives. And so you have to break out of those patterns and cycles if you want to expand your life and embrace new possibilities and realities. This can be the greatest year of your life, but you've got to expand for it. And let me tell you, there is nothing more exciting, empowering, and emancipating than living and expanded life. That is my desire and hope for every one of you that you will break out of fear, familiarity, break out of the conditioning, and break out of the limitations that have told you that this is as far as you can go and as high as you can achieve in life. There's so much more possible. And as you begin to expand and embrace these new possibilities, you're going to break your way into realities beyond your wildest dreams. I hope you've gotten some benefit and value out of this today. I could go on and on, but I know there's going to be a necessity for another part of this because I'm just always so full, and there's only so much time to dissect this. And so we'll give it another show so that I can really lay out the pattern and the platform to help you uh, on your journey to success. I want you to do something for me. I want you to, if you don't have one already, get you a breakthrough journal and I want you to label your breakthrough journal, and I want you to do something for me this weekend. I want you to think about this stagnant mind. We said a stagnant mind is a mind that is stuck in an old season, imprisoned by an old cycle, and adjusted to an old paradigm. I want you to ask yourself the question, how have I become stagnant in my thinking? Write it in your journal. Whatever comes to you, just write it down. Don't try to process it. Don't try to edit it, analyze it. Just right. And then I want you to go through these elements. We said a stagnant mind is produced by fear, the unwillingness to explore the unknown. What fears are keeping me in a stagnant mind? Begin to write about it. What familiarity is causing me to live with a stagnant mind? What conditioning is causing me to live with a stagnant mind? What limitations do I need to overcome to break free from a stagnant mind? I want you to do that. And as you do, 
you're going to get some clarity, you're going to get some answers, you're going to get some breakthroughs, and it's going to help you to grow and to get to the next level in your life. And then guess what? I want to hear about it. As you begin to come to these awareness, levels of awareness and clarity, and you begin to break out of these patterns and cycles, let me know about the breakthroughs that are happening in your life. This is your year. This is the year to not just get some information, get excited, get inspired for a moment, but to do the work that's going to help you move out of neutral and shift your life into overdrive. This is going to be your greatest year, your most productive year, your most prosperous year. This is the year you're going to reach for more and you're going to realize your full potential. Thank you for letting me come alongside you and to do life with you. I hope that you have gotten some value out of this. Rate the show. Let us know how it's impacting your life. And be blessed.